It is indeed. You tuned into Metro FM Talk with me, Ayabonga Tawe, and we now go uh, into a wrap of the biggest business stories on this Thursday. And joining me to do this is Maudi Linzwane. He's the Chief Executive Officer at Lahumo Investments. Maudi, how are you, my brother? I'm very good, uh, Ayabonga, and how are you? Very well, thanks. Uh, always a pleasure. That's why we start off here with uh, the uh, Public Investment Corporation, which uh, certainly has its hands full uh, with the Mpati Commission underway. But uh, it seems now that... Uh, uh, it also wants a much bigger say in the affairs of ESCOM and uh, as one of the biggest lenders to uh, that uh, national utility requesting a, a debt equity swap, which of course would uh, give them a significant share of uh, the uh, entity and also uh, effectively, I guess, uh, give them a say over the uh, messy operations and finances of the company, including board representation. Yeah, so Ayabonga, that's what we hear um, on the street. Um, it hasn't been confirmed by both um uh, companies, but of course, if this was to happen, I think um, just um, in terms of what it will have, uh, the impact it will have on ESCOM's balance sheet, I think it will be very positive uh, because we already know ESCOM is uh, really struggling under a massive uh, debt uh, pattern that they have, and they're paying massive interest on on those on those bonds um, that 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 they have. Um, so I think it will definitely be a very positive one, but of course um, it's not going to be an easy one from the PIC side. You know, it obviously needs to still be go through a whole lot of um, approval processes. Mm. Um, it's a question of whether you know does 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 the conversion back to equity still uh, pretty much uh, put the PIC within its own investment mandate? Because remember, uh, this is the company that is quite regulated in terms of how much equity yes. you can have. Uh, versus you know bonds and debt, so it, it's still early days, but I think very very positive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maori, let, let's maybe talk about this initially from the perspective of ESCOM. Uh, they know the PIC holds about a fifth of all of their outstanding bonds. Well, what would this mean for their capital structure if indeed uh, there was the swap of uh, the existing debt uh, uh, owed to the PIC and uh, that was swapped for equity? What would that mean and uh, uh, would it g- give, I guess, ESCOM, as many people have suggested, the space to maneuver and uh, potentially sort out uh, its uh, operational mess? No, it certainly would. I mean, immediately converting a loan or a debt to uh, equity means that you're no longer paying the massive interest mm. uh, that uh, you would be paying on your loan. Um, so it's an equity holder, um, depending on what you know, what type of equity. It's just an ordinary share or equity uh, then there are certain you know terms and conditions around that. If preferences, of course, there's also a number of other you know conditions around that. But it would immediately just free um, some of you know the the debt burden. I mean, PSU holds about 20% of all uh, ESCOMs outstanding outstanding bonds. So that would certainly have a massive improvement in terms of ESCOMs uh, balance sheet, um, and and they will be able to then um, you know uh, be able to reduce. Uh, some of that, and I think, in, in, in the eyes of the, the rating agencies, they will also be seen um, as, as uh, that will be a very positive move. And of course, that that will improve uh, their ability um, to borrow uh, going forward. Mm. So provided that they borrow then wisely, because I think um, they've definitely, um, you know, accumulated a lot of debt, uh, which has gone into a lot of wastages, paying a lot of interest and yeah. also uh, wasteful expenditures. Now, uh, Maori, we've also seen, I guess, uh, many of uh, the public uh, or the represent- representatives of uh, public servants are coming out quite strongly, be it uh, the uh, Trade Union Federation, COSATU, and uh, some of the unions there, and even the uh, Public Servants Association, uh, coming out quite strongly, I guess, uh, uh, about how uh, 
uh, their workers' monies are being used and uh, some of the investment decisions there. And uh, we've heard from the PSA, uh, you know, for, for as long as, I guess, uh, the last 18 months or so, uh, indicating that they would like uh, the PIC to maybe... I guess, sell down the stake that they have in many of these struggling SOEs because uh, they effectively don't want uh, workers' monies to be propping up failing uh, SOEs. Uh, Of course, that kind of sentiment must uh, certainly place the PIC in a bit of a quandary here uh, as it uh, mulls over and thinks about the swap. No, certainly. I mean, look, ultimately, the PIC is, you know, trusted with uh, the government uh, employee pension funds money and, and, and those funds, you know, are there to ensure that when the government workers, you know, retire one day, they can retire uh, comfortably with mm. their money safe and haven't been invested in, in profitable, um, you know, companies um, and in good returns. Um, so to see these, uh, some of these monies just going, you know, you know, funding some of these wasteful expenditures at the likes of ESCOM, um, it really can, um, and it's justifiable why, the, you know, those unions will be very unhappy with these. Uh, sort of moves. I mean, last year, uh, last year alone, uh, back in 2018, uh, PIC lent ESCOM about five billion rand, and um, you know to try and inject in some of the liquidity crashes that uh, ESCOM finds itself into, and 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 this is not enough. Of course, we know the problems of ESCOM, so it's like taking good money and funding, you know, throwing into the, into mm. the end, and and I think rightfully so and justifiably so. You know, these these unions have got a cost, um, you know, of course, to be unhappy with. Yeah, yeah. Maudi, uh, let's take a brief break there. And I want us uh, on the other side of the break uh, to uh, continue uh, with this uh, analysis of this particular story here of uh, the PIC and, of course, ESCOM. Uh, and I guess what uh, all of this means in the context of the much mooted unbundling of ESCOM, if indeed uh, some of this uh, debt held by the PIC, uh, which uh, manages the funds of uh, many, uh, or the pension funds of many public servants, uh, what would that mean uh, in the context of uh, the restructuring and unbundling uh, that is uh, set to continue uh, uh, or set to uh, begin uh, not too far from now. And uh, on the other side of this brief break, we'll also take a look at uh, Salsi, which has uh, reached out to Bowman's and uh, others, other professional services firms, including PwC, to investigate uh, some business units and, of course, to uh, make an audit of some of the procurement uh, activity. And this, of course, uh, joins a litany of uh, other uh, I guess the uh, governance failures in many corporations here in South Africa, including the likes of EOH and uh, Steinoff. And uh, we'll uh, continue with that conversation and also take a look at what Citigroup has been saying about South Africa. But I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you might be uh, working in the public service and uh, some of your money invested uh, with the GEPF or even many of us who make our contributions uh, uh, to the UIF every single month. Uh, uh, tell us what you think about uh, the PIC uh, deciding there to uh, swap or, of course, uh, I guess uh, mulling over. Uh, swapping uh, the debt that they hold, uh, which is about a fifth of all of uh, the outstanding bonds of ESCOM, and uh, shifting that into shares in ESCOM, which of course would uh, potentially give them a better say uh, over some uh, operational and management decisions uh, at uh, the uh, uh, flagging uh, power utility. Let me know what you think. Give us a ring on 89 Let's take a break. Eight minutes it is now before 8 p.m. And uh, we continue with our business wrap on this uh, Thursday evening. I'm joined on the line by Maudi Linswane, CEO at Lahumo Investments. And before we went to the break, Maudi, we were talking about uh, this uh, proposed or mulled over debt-to-equity swap uh, by the PIC uh, at uh, ESCOM. And uh, I guess the other uh, big question, certainly for many people who are listening to this conversation, is um, if indeed... Uh, this uh, debt-to-equity uh, swap does happen. Uh, w- what does it mean in the context of uh, this much-mooted unbundling? And, and uh, I guess the Minister of Public Enterprises has made it clear that that is going to happen. 
Yeah, so, I mean, on the one side of things, Ayabonga is the own, you know, the restructuring of just um, what we've already discussed, the conversion um, of that loan uh, or those bonds into equity. So that's the one part. But that still doesn't take away the fact that ESCOM, um, and in its current form, is just not sustainable. And, you know, it does need to restructure. And um, I think the, the minister and, and the president, they've already proposed the fact that they're going to uh, divide the organization into three mm. uh, entities, which which I think it's 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 a first step, and I think it um it it, it definitely has a lot of fruits and and benefits that uh, ESCOM can actually derive from that, um and 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 then from there also restructure, you know, it's about the um, ownership as well. Is it, is it um, also privatizing some of its some of its um, you know privatization as well? It's also an option. And I think also the uh, converting of the PIC stake into, into equity is another option, just to make sure that the balance sheet is it's a lot cleaner. Mm. Um, so the restructuring is going to have to happen. And of course, uh, we also hear that um, the ESCOM um, labor force is, is also uh, bloated. And of course, they need to also deal with that. Yeah. And, and we'll deal with some of the inefficiencies that are, that are there at ESCOM. Yeah, it's certainly going to be a tough one here, uh, Maudi. And, uh, but let's shift our attention now to a telecoms player, Celsi. Uh, they have uh, now decided to, I guess, uh, do a bit of uh, self-introspection here and take a look at uh, some of the impropriety that might have happened uh, at uh, the uh, telecoms company. And uh, they've uh, tasked law firm Bowman's and uh, PwC to take a look at and investigate some of their business units uh, who potentially could be involved in some irregular practices. Why is this happening? And uh, more importantly, uh, what uh, does it mean in a context where it seems there's a new suitor uh, in town who is uh, potentially looking to invest in the company? Yeah, look, I, I, yeah, that was a little bit of a surprising move um, or announcement uh, by the CEO yesterday because, you know, we knew, we knew that uh, Celsius is experiencing a lot of challenges. Um, first of all, they've got a massive debt uh, on their book that, um, you know, it's it, it also uh, coming to, um, you know, collapsing in 2020, of course, they need to raise money for that. And we hear that they, they are talking to some of those funders to try and extend or restructure some of that uh, of that loan. Um, but now to hear that they're also investigating some of the um, uh, dodgy deals that might have happened, um, you know, or are happening um, internally, uh, also raised a lot of, you know, questions. Um, you know, obviously they know uh, the CEO is the best you know, one place um, to basically understand exactly what prompted uh, that investigation. I mean, we've we've had we just tired. The market is tired of these investigations that are taking place at these companies. I mean, it was EOH. It's, it's so many companies that seem to be investigating themselves. I think the market was taken uh, by surprise, and that's why you're seeing the share price of the parent company, uh, Blue Label, come under a lot of pressure today, down almost 10%. Um, because if there's any wrongdoing again, which is why. Uh, Celsius has been underperforming. Uh, that that will then open a new can of worms. Mm. Let's talk about the debt uh, in the capital structure of Celsius here. I mean, it's a, uh, potentially not not the best time to to be having all manner of these kind of ructions and uh, a weak share price performance when you're carrying so much debt. Yeah, I mean, I, I was looking just as uh, the share price of of Blue Label um, as well. It, it's now trading just under. I think it's worth just under five uh, around five billion. Um, and and they they pay, I think for the Celsius stake they pay, they paid about five and a half billion. This was what two years ago. The value has been massively destructed here, and um, this is because they've got a massive debt on their book. This is Celsius, 
and they've just not been able to uh, to bring it down. And and now they're looking to uh, to sell some of the equity um, in South Sea. We hear that there's a consortium, a consortium which is now negotiating to buy, um, you know, stake in South Sea to try and you know also help um, and reduce and deliverage uh, some of that. Uh, some of those, some of those, um, you know, uh, 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 problems that they have. Mm. Um, so it's still very early days. We'll see how this one unfolds, but certainly it's very negative and putting a blue label under a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a look now, uh, Maori, at uh, some of the utterances that have come out of uh, a Citibank, uh, well, City Group, I should rather say. And I call them utterances because I guess it's a, it's an assessment uh, on the part of the company of uh, their own operating environment and how much money potentially they could make. They're saying. Uh, with the economy in the current state that it's in, we're not seeing as many, uh, I guess, uh, takeovers or as many uh, listings or, or issuances uh, that would potentially get them into business as an entity uh, that not only, I guess, uh, finances some of these projects, but also advises on uh, uh, some of these projects. So uh, what do you make of that assessment? And uh, more importantly, uh, some of their views around uh, uh, issues of policy certainty, growth, and, uh, of course, uh, the contentious issue of property rights. Yeah, look, I think, you know, I, uh, the the fact of the matter is we come from a, a very difficult period, and you know the this the turnaround uh, strategy and the new dawn it's not going to happen overnight. Um, you know, it's it's a process. You know, the the the, the fruit and the benefit of what the uh, um, the government is doing, you know, the minister, different ministers are doing, are only going to be visible um, in 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 the coming months. And I think for city uh, to be saying they're sitting on the sideline and waiting to see what happens. The fact of the matter is, I think, you know, you've got to get involved, um, even in these difficult times. Um, what we need, um, you know, I think the most of the changes that we, we needed or the, our economy needed, um, we have received. We've, we've seen, you know, the new dawn. We've seen new appointments. We've seen uh, the new president. And I think there's been a number of ministerial positions that, that are very, you know, comforting um, and, 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 you know, really looking very positive about the way forward. Um, and I think if there's any time to get involved, it is now. And, and many other companies are starting to really look at South Africa in a very positive light. So to sit in cash, um, you might be, you know, you might look uh, at missed opportunities um, in a in, in, in couple of years to come. Mm. And uh, I mean, I think a lot of them are really uh, not bullish on South Africa here. If, if you take a look at uh, some of the sentiments that have been put out here, uh, they uh, flag this issue of, uh, I guess, anemic and very low levels of growth in our economy and the impact that that has had on uh, people's confidence to go out and actually strike up deals uh, and the like. And then, of course, uh, I guess uh, the land issue always, Maudi, uh, becomes... Uh, uh, the center of some of these debates, least of all from people who come from outside of the country. Um, how do we navigate this uh, in a context of uh, being fully aware, I guess, that uh, this might be the best time to go in? Uh, asset values are relatively much lower and, of course, uh, uh, might be the best time to come in and uh, actually take a more, uh, I guess, a more bullish approach and a more acquisitive approach uh, rather than maybe step back, as you say, and uh, put some money away. No, it's true. I mean, as, as they say, you know, you either look at the glass being half full or, or, or being, you know, half empty. And I, I, you know, I like looking at it from a half full uh, perspective. But I think there is um, a number of years granted. There are a number of uh, policy issues that still have to be um, addressed. You know, you make you make mention of the land issue, mm. um, but I think you know the president has been able to come out and clearly and said, you know, the. Um, the, the, the land issue will be addressed and, and, of course, the Constitution will be respected. So nobody's going to grab the land 
and and you know you know uh, you know we, we, we forcefully uh, from people. So I think it will be done in a you know in a manner that is respecting of the constitution. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason really for pe- people to be uh, to panic panicking about the issue. Um, I think that 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 is the message that we got very clearly. Sure. Um, and and there are a lot of lots of investment opportunities in the country that you know those with money needs to look into them and stop using excuses that um, you know there's policy uncertainty mm. as a reason. Yeah. You know, we still not a you know I know I know a lot of people are you know saying there's also Moody's uh, potentially could be downgrading us. I mean it hasn't happened. We've had this noise before. We've yeah. had it for a number of years. I think the time to work is now and for people to start looking into investment opportunities in countries uh, such as South Africa. Okay. Uh, it's now. Maudi, we'll have to leave it there, brother. I really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us uh, this evening. That there was Maudi Lintuane, Chief Executive Officer at uh, Lahumo Investments, speaking to us this evening as part of our business wrap.